Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Welcome to the Astonishing Alcoholics, where we talk about what comics are hot this week over one, two, or quite possibly 20 drinks. How do my levels look right now compared to the normal? You mean with that Spider-Man mask on? That is what I'm concerned about. <laughs> hey, this is Ira Glass, and this is This American Life. I'm here with the writer of Batman, Tom. What's up, Tom? Dude, I'm having a good time. Everything is great. Thank you for having me. No problem. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, that's the end of all the time we got, but thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for, thanks for calling in, Tom. Thanks for calling what a, in, Tommy. What a show. We had Tom on, being interviewed by us, and also we had Ira Glass come on and interview the head of Nintendo. This is really a banner episode for us here. Making waves. Yeah. Man, we are... So my actual Tom King really story. Really up the prosecution. Uh, I was at my actual Tom King story. I was at Awesome Con this Sunday. Uh, D- basically DC's Comic Con. Great time. Every year it gets bigger and bigger. Uh, I've, you've heard my story about when I met him last year, and there was literally no one knew who he was. Uh, this year there was about an hour and a half line to go see him, which I waited in. Right. Um, I didn't even have anything from the sign at this point. I just like wanted to talk to the guy. Because so, you got everything signed last year. Yeah, I got everything I signed last year. Like there was no one at his table, so I like, spent like a half hour with him. So like I, I waited in the line, got up to him. He's like, "Oh, hey, like what's going on?" Blah blah. blah. I'm like, "Listen, I finally found something you wrote that I I like thought was amazing." I'm like, "It's basically everything you're writing, but there was one moment that I really thought just like I, I lost it. I was like, I knew that was when you were the man." Yeah. And I was like. So I just needed, I waited in this hour and a half line. I have nothing for you to sign. I just wanted to shake the man's hand who came up with Joker Eyes, my fries. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he shook my hand and he lost it. He started laughing. He's like, yeah, do you see like a couple rows over? There's a guy who actually did like a full poster, like mock-up of the restaurant uh. with like Joker Eyes, my fries. I'm like, oh, no way. I got to go buy that. He's like, oh, well, like he only has one. And, and like, I kind of wanted to go buy it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, good thing you're stuck here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, well, I guess you should probably be the one to buy it. <laughs> and we, we had a good laugh. But he's like, he's a totally down earth. I, I, I love him. He's, he's a good dude. Um, and, and yeah, definitely worth waiting in that line just to uh, shake that guy's hand. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's awesome that, like, now he's gone in the span of a year from, like, literally who. And, like, he only, the only person he talked to was me for a half hour. Like, oh, my God, shoot me. Versus, like, a line, like, he had the biggest line of the convention, like, around the convention hall, people, like, lined up to, like, see him, so that was, like, yeah, really, yeah. really cool to see. That is really awesome. I mean, and when you think about it, like, a year's time as a comic book writer is yeah. either 12 issues or 24 issues, like, that's a ton of time, but for him to have done what he did, like, yeah, all on Batman, on the heroes of Snyder, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. under, off, under the watchful gaze of Snyder, yeah, it's no, I mean, it's no surprise that, you know, we give him shout outs here all the time, and it's, it's well deserved, and it's good to see he's getting that recognition, for sure, for sure. So, uh, what we got on the docket, the rocket docket? Oh, uh, we got a couple things on the rocket docket, I do indeed, but, uh, like any good rocket to get to where we need to go, we need to... We need a little, a little jet fuel. fuel. Yeah. 
<laughs> what is it? It's got plants in it. It's got plants in it. I feel yeah. weird about this. The, it's the old mojito, a classic recipe here. Mm. Um, just a little bit of silver rum, some limes. Oh, we use lime juice because we forgot to get limes. Yeah. But uh, did get the mint leaves, the important part to it. It uh, mm-hmm. tastes like a mint julep. Reminds me of my horsing days down in Kentucky. You didn't have any horsing yeah, days yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah, you're okay. scared of horses, aren't you? Uh, there's a long list of what I'm scared of. Horses I, quite I possibly can, could be I on I can neither confirm nor deny whether yeah. horses are on but that it's list. But it's been disgustingly hot in the uh, area in which we record and live. We haven't disclosed that, right? Because we're not trying it's to... Strange, because it's at the bottom of the ocean. But <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. a volcanic... Thermal vents. Avid fan of low. We know it gets hot. You know? <laughs> hot uh, and heavy. Hot and heavy. <laughs> But yeah, I figured it'd be a nice, refreshing drink on these hot summer nights. Oh, and it has quenched the thirst quite a bit. Yeah, it is good. Uh, props on, on making the drink there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Speaking uh, of props... That's a terrible segue. Well, no, no. Before we do that segue, <laughs> for, for the love of God, because the battle world is over, we need topic suggestions, so we need to plug the oh, email. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We can start doing that again. We, well, no, we have to. Because <laughs> we're done with Battle World. We, really, we, we spent our load in the last six episodes. So we'll plug so. this email, and then I'll yeah. get my thing. So as usual, any drink suggestions or special topic ideas, send them through to astonishingalcoholics at gmail.com. We uh, are in desperate need. Yeah, we need them. We need them, yeah. Because the battle world was a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, the moment everyone... Has come to anticipate. <laughs> and here we go. Andrew, bring us in on. Uh, hold on, what... mask on. Oh, okay, mask oh, wow. on, mask on. Bring us in on what is going on in the Marvel Universe this week. Start us off with all new Guardians of the Galaxy. Pass. America. Pass. Captain America, Steve Rogers. Big old Hail Hydra. That's a pull. Daredevil. Pass. Doctor Strange. I would say pull. Iceman. Eh, I didn't love the first one. Pass. Invincible Iron Man. That is a pass. Luke Cage. Eh, pass. Man Thing. Eh, pass. Mighty Thor. Definitely pull. Uh, it, we'll get more about that later, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters Unleashed. Uh, up to number three this time. I, gee, what? I am not at this I'm point certain away. that this isn't one of the titles that I've made up and planted. <laughs> I've never seen this in a comic book shop, so I'm going to say pass, or maybe pull if you can find it. I'm not sure it's real. Yeah, <laughs> it may be worth millions for being so rare. Uh, Nick Fury. Pass. Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man number one. Uh, if the Spider-Man mask pulled over my face is any indicator, I think you should probably pull that. We did go all the way to Annapolis, Third Eye Comics location, uh, to that get this comic. So. What do we ever do that makes sense? Yeah, that's true. All right, yeah, that's and right. we continue. Royals. Pull, uh, pass, pass, pass. Sorry, that's Inhumans. That was got me. That was got me. That was got me. Pass on that. Pass on that. Secret Empire, Brave New World. I passed on it. Um, I didn't need it. Secret Empire Underground. That's the same thing. I passed on it. Silver I, Surfer. Uh, well, he fucking robbed Odin of a win in Battle World, so I'm gonna go ahead and say pass on that. Spider-Man 2099. Also pass. Star Wars Darth Maul. Arya's saying thumbs up. Pass. But I don't know. All right, pull, pull, definitely pull it, definitely pull it. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader. Now that's a pull. That's a big old pull. 
Star Wars Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. <laughs> annual one. Ah, oh, man, you know, I just, annuals, I don't really feel them. If it wasn't an annual, you know I'm pulling my boy Poe Dameron, but pass, pass, because it's an annual. Ultimates 2. Pass. U.S. Pass. Avengers. Weapons of Mutant Destruction number one. It kind of got me to like Amadeus show, so I would yeah. uh, pull it. X-Men Gold 6. A little bit of a down issue. Um, pull it for now, just to kind of stay current with yeah, it, because it's been good it. in the past, but this was definitely the weakest of the gold issues to come out. Oh, good. Uh, DC Universe, what's happening this week? Oh, yeah. Let's start off with All-Star Batman. Yep, Scott, Scott Snyder's back with another awesome issue. Definitely pull. Aquaman. This is, starts a really, really cool storyline. Aquaman's been dethroned and presumed dead. Wow. Thank God. Yeah, pull that one. <laughs> uh, Batman. Pull. Batwoman. Pass. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. Pass. DC Comics bombshells. Pass. Green Arrow. Pull. Green Lanterns. Pull. Harley Quinn. Fuck. Pass. Injustice 2. Pull. Justice League. Pull. Lobo. Roadrunner special You pull this, one. you son Pass. of a bitch. What? <laughs> uh, Mad Magazine. That's still going on. Number 546. <laughs> Shit for them. Pass. Nightwing. Pull. Odyssey of the Amazons. Pass. Super Sons. Pass. Superman. Pull. Teen Titans Go. Pass. Trinity number 10. Pull. Wildstorm <laughs> number 5. This week. Pull. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Wonder Woman Tasmanian Devil special number one. Pass. Okay. Did, wait, did Trinity come out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I have no I'm idea. I'll go for a second there. Sometimes I just like to shoot looks at Andrew just in case. <laughs> and then just if I get a sense. I get nervous. If that, my uh, spider sense is tingling. Uh, yeah, I love spider sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's run down uh, the indies we thought were worth uh, pulling this week. We uh, had a number one that just came out, uh, Crosswinds. Yeah. Story of uh, a kind of slick Chicago hitman uh, and a down-to-earth, introverted, smart uh, housewife, Seattle housewife. Mm-hmm. End up Are there any other kinds? Not for you, yeah, I guess. At least 50 yeah. others. <laughs> and then there are other countries, too. Yeah. Um, they end up at the end of the comics. So it's a really cool story. I did get a chance to read through this. And they end up at the end uh, kind of a, pulling a Freaky Friday and switching bodies. Actually, really excited to see where that goes and how that plays out. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I remember reading the sort of synopsis of it and definitely was like, oh, this sounds right up his alley. Yeah, <laughs> and it was. Yeah. Um, then we have God Country, number six. This is the finale of the story. Uh, I will tell you right now that I did not pick this as my pick of the week or winner, but I think that it would have been worthy of both. But how it ended was so impactful, so powerful, just so cool to see that I didn't want to do it injustice with my words. And I, and I really just suggest that when the trade comes out, uh, everybody out there listening picks this up uh, in its full collection. It's only six issues. Nice. Definitely a great read. Uh, then we have Muddy Morphin Power Rangers 16. Yeah. Yeah, puts uh, the cap on the current storyline. Really, really great storyline so far. Definitely worth picking up. Puts a cap in it. Uh, this is one that Andrew <laughs> likes to mention quite yeah. a bit. We got Shaolin Cowboy Who Will Stop the Rain. Spelled like the yeah. reign of a king, not rain yeah, from yeah. the sky. I'm legitimately surprised none of us has pulled this yet. I, 
Uh, we make fun of it, but like Big Planet Comics Bethesda location consistently picks it as Every its like out. winner oh, yeah. of the week. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you don't That's trust us, point. you probably should trust them. Uh, <laughs> and they, they keep saying it's great. So uh, you know, something to consider. Something to consider for sure. Uh, then we have a, a number one this week on the list primarily because we thought it would uh, hit home for a very good friend of ours. Yeah. We have Shirtless Bear Fighter, number one. Yeah, this comic actually raised a lot of, uh, what is that, uh, blanket on the word here. I don't know, a lot Controversy. of Controversy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a variant cover uh, that was, this <laughs> there was a bear naked cover. Where Excuse he's, me? The, the, the main character is lifting up this bear over his head and he's about to like pile drive it into the ground and he's shirtless but he's also completely naked on the cover and people were like oh that's disgusting why would you put like a guy's dick on the cover and like everybody was mad about it but they're just like you've seen how they've been driving female superheroes for years like you're worried about one little dick like the sensor bar is pretty long <laughs> yeah, I pick, ain't mad I picked that up for a buddy of mine or a buddy of ours I should say uh, who I'd Definitely think we'll enjoy it. Yeah, you're never going to catch the, the team that's always talking about Dick Ryder complaining that they put a, a masculine bear fighter buck naked on the, on the cover that's true. of the comic. Yeah. Uh, we celebrate the masculine form here. We do? We don't do it justice, but we yeah. celebrate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is the best way to put that. Uh, and there's really nothing else to say. I think we'll end the indies on that sentiment. And head into our picks of the week. Aria, you got a little something special for us. I do. Uh, the topic of this comic is more man, more machine than man. And I'm not talking about Cave Carson and his cybernetic eye. Mm. It's our old pal Anakin Skywalker. Who? Uh, Darth Vader, I'm sorry. Oh, oh yes, thank yes. you. Yeah. The, I did talk <laughs> about this one two weeks ago, and I don't recall them referring to him you, by that name. Yeah, you talked about something two weeks ago. <laughs> Um, so where we left off, I really don't remember because I blacked out during Link's explanation. But uh, we find ourselves <laughs> yeah, no, I killed really myself. Something that happened. Oh my god, I killed bit. myself. <laughs> you guys do not remember me talking about this at all. Yeah. I do. I hate it every <laughs> second. Uh, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine has charged uh, Darth Vader with a task. Oh, the Goblin. Jesus. Listen, we were on a clock. You're not derailing Star Wars again. You can't tell me that we're on a clock, you son of a bitch. Starting now. Uh, Thank you. Uh, So he's been charged with the task to go find a lightsaber and take it from a Jedi. So he has to defeat a Jedi in combat to take the lightsaber. Mortal combat. To then um, taint... The, the kyber crystal inside of it to turn it to the dark side, basically, to make Feed it red. Feed his pain into it. Super exactly. cool. Yeah. Um, which is a new origin story for how the Sith got their red lightsabers, which was pretty interesting. Also makes the Sith, like, even darker than usual. Uh, is, I, it di- I don't, is it different from how it's cano- supposed to be in the movie? Yes. I guess canonically up until this, the reason they had red lightsabers is because they used synthetic kyber crystals. Yep. And that's they why they were like power out of control. They couldn't get the genuine article, so yeah. it was like a knockoff. They forged they them. For- yeah. yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like the way the comic starts out. It's a couple stormtroopers like talking about how like uh, they're just playing with a lightsaber. Uh, and he's like, oh, look, I'm a Jedi. And his, yeah, friend, yeah, his, yeah, his yeah. partner's like, put that down. Like, you're yeah. a fucking idiot. It's very, it's very relatable. It's very yeah. like what you would do as a stormtrooper. Exactly. I really right? saw like, myself in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> 
you know, he's talking about, he's like, come on, man, I'm just trying to have some fun. Like, we've been through a hundred missions, we've beaten everybody, we killed a bunch of Jedi, but I'm really concerned that this is the mission that's gonna kill me. And he just, like, tosses the lightsaber into, like, a bucket of stuff with other Jedi artifacts, you guys, because we're just, like, basically sitting here tossing away a bunch of, like, old crap. <laughs> and so he's bored to death. They get a ship approaching on their radar. It's our old pal Darth. Poe Dameron! No, 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 not him, not him. <laughs> One o'clock. Yeah, so Darth, right. Vader, Darth Vader's got his little robot floating around. He's like, you know, they're hailing Darth Vader, and they're like, hey, uh, you know, give, us, cool give us the codes. Shit. Let's get some access. Like, so who badass. are you? What are you coming at us for? Yeah. The robot's like, hey, I got that those. So I got, incredible. No, amazing. Yeah. He's like, I got those codes. Uh, you want me to just give it to him? Darth Vader's like, no. He's, he basically, nah. he's like, he ignores AI, right? Yeah. He's, he's Whatever like, the robot AI. is, it's floating by him. He's like, he's like nah. Yeah. I, I got to I gotta vent a little frustration. Listen, sir, you run these guys. We, we can just open the door with the key we have. And yeah. he's like, nah. Lock it up. Yeah. Guys, and the ship's cool. like, listen, this is your final chance. You gotta, you gotta talk to us, or we're gonna light you up. The robot's like, uh, listen, are you sure you don't want me to give out these codes, these launch codes? And he's like, no. Activate the weapon system. <laughs> we gotta cook some bitches. And you see Darth Vader's ship just absolutely nullify these four like arc fighters. God, so and correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But when I was reading through. This is his own team, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're all part of the, the Empire, yeah. yeah. They yeah. just don't... Not so everybody knows. just cucks his... Yeah. 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 If he had given the codes, they would have been like, Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds good. <laughs> well, not everybody in the Empire knows necessarily who Darth Vader is yet. This is like yeah. day two of they his... They're going to learn. They're going to learn yeah, real yeah. quick. Who uh, is. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, they do. So, you know, they he's shooting around. He's killing all these pilots. You know, he's getting to the base. And the people on the base are on looking like, Holy crap, this guy's amazing. What? Pilot, you'd almost think he was a Jedi, and they're like, Yeah, we killed all the Jedi. Yeah, so they ain't here, they you'd think, but it's yeah. not. It's crazy. And they're like, Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. He's, he's hacked us, he's docking, he, uh, he's on the ship. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> oh god. And so the guy earlier that's playing. I'm pretty with sure the, he falls just asleep with all of our moms, <laughs> yeah. and then get yeah. here. Uh, he got rid of all his Reed Richards, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> so the guy that was playing with the lightsaber earlier, he's like, Alright, listen, like this is way better than counting robes. This is our chance. We can show him, you know, we're we're somebodies. <laughs> we'll take whoever this guy is down and like we'll take him to the Emperor and like basically get a reward. We'll wear red helmets, we'll be his personal guards, all that shit. So they, they line up around the door, they're tactically like the perfect position for everybody, except for the motherfucking badass. Darth Vader rips the doors off with for the force. They like start shooting at him. He's deflecting shots with the force. He gets shot in the shoulder. Gives him a little bit of hope. They think they've got him. He just basically force pushes like a box at them. Grabs a lightsaber off the wall and then just starts cutting. It's actually it's the lightsaber they were playing. Yeah, like, he takes yeah. it out of the box yeah, and like yeah, yeah. starts to wield oh, it. Oh my yeah. god! A real sla- uh, hacking slash Chekhov's gun situation. Getting everybody down. Opposite of a Chekhov's gun situation. <laughs> Probably. <but yeah. laughs> Kills what we can assume is the entire crew, like boarding party of this ship, and then just proceeds to go for the to, most part. Yeah, yeah, to go to the library and then he's like, you know, access the data. I need to find out. Who went on the what is this? Uh, the Barash, which is like a sworn look at oath. Yeah, basically, basically when the Jedi yeah. said like, "Hey, we won't stand against you. Right. We'll, like, we'll pray to the Force, but we won't we'll, actually take." Well, arms it's a journey they go on to connect closer to the Force. It, and so in it almost time, seemed like uh, we're gonna remove ourselves from every earthly 
anything at all that's not the force. Yeah. And so like we we're just not gonna care. Exactly. Yeah. It can because it, it kind of reads like they don't worry. Yeah. They killed every Jedi except the ones that went on the barrage because, because they also didn't know where they're at. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they have so, no clue. Yeah. yeah. So as he's talking to the robot, asking him to find this information, we see a grenade lobbed in. And well, wait, just, wait, wait, wait. This is one of my favorite parts because the oh, robot the says, robot, like, uh, clear, the, the barrage valve, clarify your need for this information. And Barry goes, I do not expect to be questioned. I expect to be obeyed. Yeah. Yeah. And then the robot's like, oh, I was just trying to help, man. I just need more information. Like, yeah, well, if I give you all the info, then we're going to be here for 14 months. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, I can do that because I'm a robot. But, you know, if you want to clarify, then maybe it's, near it's it funny how sassy the robot is because yeah. exactly. He's just like, yeah. yeah, we can either do this the long way or the short yeah. way. And, I fucking love this Vader guy, man. And then all of a sudden the robot's like, oh, shit, there's a grenade. Grenade comes in, just is about to explode. Darth Vader's like holding it together uh, with the force. And then the stormtroopers bust in and they see him holding this grenade while he's waiting for this robot to get the information. He goes, Nah, this guy, like, he can't do this all day. We're just gonna take him to the Emperor. We'll bind him up. He's gonna hold on to this grenade because it's like an inch away from his face. And then they're like, He's a Jedi. Like, he has limits. And then Darth Vader just starts to choke all of them with the force. <laughs> they fall to the ground. Their lifeless bodies just crumpled. And he's just like, you forget, I'm not a Jedi, I'm a Sith, and I have no limits. And it's, cool. it's the same two guys from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So then he R. lets R. the grenade explode because the robot's done with everything. They're running out, they escape, and then they're on their way to find this one Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. Oh, Karak Infala. And his only purpose in life it's is com- to fight. Yeah. And it's you see him floating there, meditating. Yeah. Just like this guy looks like a grizzled old war veteran. Ray. Oh, I love this yeah. guy. Yeah. I cannot wait for the showdown. This I love awesome. literally everything about this comic. So good. It's absolutely so good. Yeah. A very, yeah. I would say, heavy contender for winner of the week. Oh, absolutely. Like, I told you guys this last time, but when I tried to get in that Star Wars comic that you really recommended, yeah. three pages in, I wanted to set it on fire. <laughs> Two issues into this. It's great. I'm like the biggest Vader fan. I, yeah. I fucking love this guy. I am. And if anyone out there in Listenerville has a Spider-Man mask, a Spider-Man mask like <laughs> me, I suggest you put it on now. We got the party started uh, a while ago. Because, dear God, you've, yes. you've known me as an X-Men Spider-Man fan, and you've maybe have noticed that I haven't picked a Spider-Man comic as my pick of the week or winner of the week in a while. That's true. It's because yeah, I like I, I, I've been that. buying them because I love the guy but like I haven't been loving what's going on. He hasn't been loving you back the right this way. This comic if you like Spider-Man you go out there right now and buy eight <laughs> copies. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> we did. I, mean, uh, yeah. I think, too, I think uh, across the, the team we bought something like ten copies. The Spectacular Spider-Man issue one is a love letter to Spider-Man fans, and it's amazing. I'm going to try and sum up in six minutes, and we're going right now. Get ready. And it's got a, little, a lot of <laughs> cool variant covers. Just and it's great. got a shit ton of cool variant covers. All right. Starts out, as Spider-Man fans know, every new Spider-Man title starts out with his origin stories. I got bit by a spider. I'm a nerd. Uncle Ben died. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Guess what? Totally subverts it because he's on a crane talking to Johnny Storm. And Johnny Storm's like, dude, what the, f- what, why the fuck are you telling me this? Like, come <laughs> on, man. This. I've heard this a million times, idiot. Yeah. And right away, the tone of this is amazing. So, like, totally subverts that. Um, and then they just launch into it. So Pete is like, you know, I've, I've been, like, 
with great power comes great responsibility. But as I gain more power, the responsibility is like crushing me. Like I'm a tech mogul, I'm a global company. Sometimes I just want to swing around New York and like stop muggings. Like yeah. that's <laughs> something I want to do. Yeah. Uh, really cool exchange between them, and then they make a movie date later. They're like, hey, well, let's go catch a movie. They cool. also hug. And they hug, yeah. 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 <laughs> Embrace in the broest of ways. I see myself a lot in Peter Parker. <laughs> uh, I, am, I am quite awkward. Peter Parker is supposed to be quite awkward. You, you really get that in this comic. Uh, that's a very <laughs> awkward hug. Very something that I would do. That's, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah true. really. I've yeah. hugged you once the, or twice. Yeah. It's an incredible yep. awkward experience. Yep. Yes. yep. Yeah. A lot, I see a lot of me in this Peter Parker. Yeah, so, I really uh, don't like hugging you. If you like <laughs> me, pick up this comic. Um, so we go on. He's patrolling the city, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Aunt May calls him. He's like, oh, hey, what's going on? What's going on? She's like, well, you know, my husband said, he's like, ooh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Uh, he stops a mugging, and, you know, Ant-Man shows up. He's like, yo, you totally stole my thunder, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the the chick, the, the girl he saves from the mugging is, like, totally into him. Yeah. And he's, like, trying to pick her up, and it's really awkward and he's like, maybe we go get coffee. She's like, listen, just take my freaking card. I'm a comedian. It's just a really cool exchange, a really awkward exchange. But he totally, Wait, he totally he gets to pick her. He's not trying to pick her up. She's trying she, to pick she, him she up, kind of. She definitely yeah. picks. She goes, she I was tries just to about pick to him ask him you out. out. Yeah, and then because the, then at the end, Ant Man's like, did she just ask you out? And he's like, oh, I don't, I maybe. don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he is. You should probably marry her. Yeah. <laughs> totally, like, really. Yeah. As good. if like literally yeah. nobody else could possibly yeah. like you. So marry yep. that chick. Uh, in within the mugging, he gets a Tony Stark phone, like his his company's phone, and it's been hacked. And he's like, "That's weird. These are unhackable. So I got to figure out who the hell is able to hack this." And that's also that's a tech mogul, like yeah. a genius tech oh, mogul, yeah. referring to something as unhackable. So yeah. like, when I read through that, I was like. That's a powerful statement because yeah. that's that's Absolutely. a guy who can hack like a lot of stuff. So Absolutely, I mean, that's this is impossible. You uh, you get a cool little window into a little bit of world building where like uh, Ant Man's like, hey, I got a guy who could probably do this for you, yeah. and it's the brother of the Tinkerer, um, and he's like, he he's an older old ish guy, not super old, who's like, yeah, Typical I've seen my brother. Right? Use his gifts of like invention for evil, and I was like, it's about time I use my gifts of invention for good. So I've been supplying heroes with tech, and Peter Parker's like, I didn't know about this. Did no one tell me? And he's like, Ah, they probably thought I was too smart to need this. And Ant Man's like, Nah, they probably just didn't tell you. Well, <laughs> actually, like, Ant Man says, Yeah, it. yeah, me. we thought you were sm- Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah, thought yeah, you were yeah. smarter yeah. than this guy. Yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> So anyway, he goes there, um, totally finds out who – like he gets the guy to, ha- to figure out who hacked the Tony Stark phone. Uh, there's only one person on the Earth planet who has a hacked Tony Stark phone besides the one that he has. And also, by the way, hey, Spider-Man, all your tech sucks, so let me fix it while you're here. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, okay. So that was kind of cool to see that little insight. Um, then Pete, like – He's getting ready to fly to Chicago, right? Because that's where the other Tony Stark hack phone is located. So he's like, I gotta fly to Chicago. So we're like, he's getting ready to fly there, and he's in the airport, and he's got that chick's number. And he's like, listen, dude, like, he's talking to himself. He's like, should I call her? We talked a couple hours ago. Is it too soon? 
Should I text her? Should I call her? Should I play cool? What do I do? I don't know. Um, and by the way, this is a good time to mention, like, I was all, just gonna say, yeah, yeah, all throughout this comic, the uh, the author and the the artist yeah. have those classic like, little asterisks behind like statements, and then they put in their little two cents. Yeah. So like in this scene particular, you get like. You know, Usually the, you get the asterisk to describe yeah, something right. that's important, and here you're you getting get their commentary. As, you get kind it's of great. like author engagement yeah. to the to the viewer, yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's great. It's so funny. It yeah. really sets the tone and makes this it makes this comic really great. So you get like the writer Chip is like always text, like never call, always text, and and the uh, the the author's like yeah, definitely text her. What does Pete do? He calls her. <laughs> so he calls this chick. He's like, oh, hey. Uh, and she's like, who is this? And and, and he's like, uh, this is Spider-Man. She's like, yeah, duh, I know. I just wanted to hear you say it because it's like such a ridiculous statement. For you to use that name as though it's like a, a real name. name. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and she, so they set a date for coffee the next day. And Spider-Man's like, I'll, I never miss a date. And then Panda Johnny Storm outside a movie theater like outside Pete's apartment yeah and like outside his apartment and like he doesn't show up and it's like that's hilarious um <laughs> so he gets to Chicago he's like I'm gonna have to maybe arrest you maybe I don't um who's hacked the Tony Stark phone no surprise Riri Williams whatever and then uh Johnny Storm's like well Pete stood me up whatever he's leaving and then it's like chick shows up scarf kind of attractive is like hey like are you that guy? And he's like, oh, I'm Johnny Storm, Human Torch. Yes, I am. And she's like, no, like, you know uh, Peter Parker, right? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm Johnny Storm, and yes, I am recently yeah. free for the evening. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, oh, well, can you tell him I'm looking for him? My name's Teresa, and I'm his sister. <laughs> Whoops. And, then and in my mind, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Johnny Storm in chat bubble says, wait, what? And then at the bottom, yeah, at the bottom of the page, uh, it says, next issue, wait, what? And I'm just like, this is literally the greatest thing I've ever read. Like, amazing. Well, also, I mean, what's, what's great about it's it, so too, good. this is the same writer behind Sex Criminals. Yeah, which I love. Sex Criminals is great. Yeah. And it brings a lot of that humor into it. It's great to see him get a more mainstream title. Yeah. A if you love Canadian a, compatriot, a little Canadian compatriot, there's an amazing back issue in here too that you should absolutely read. I'm not going to get into it, but yes. it's it's fantastic as well. If you're a Spider-Man fan but you haven't been digging what's been going on recently, pick this title up. It's amazing. Um, really gets back to what I love about Spider-Man. Um, it's the quit. He's he's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my god. Like he's going. He's got the the same Peter Parker luck, right? Like yeah. He, he makes another commitment yeah. and somebody else is like stood up. Like Johnny Storm might as yeah. well have been Mary Jane. Oh, absolutely. That, like, it is, it he is lets a, a thief yeah. go, thief murders yeah. his uncle. Yeah. Classic Parker Love. It is a it is a series for Spider-Man fans. Like even down to like you mentioned like, like the the editorial comments yeah. from the writer and the and the artist. Like really feed into this the overall like ambiance. They really nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. Na- they nailed it. I- I'll buy this eighty times. Pick it up. <laughs> we I feel like we bought it at least yeah, eighty we're times. Ha- we're I don't there. think it's that wood. Yeah. Uh, you 
I, I love Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I, I got a Spider-Man mask on, and this has really, really got my, really got my engine rev, running. Rev, or yeah. Revving. Well, I feel like I'm gonna have to be, uh, you know, kind of active about taking the ball from you. You gotta. You're drunk and you're talking about Spider-Man. I'll never stop while wearing a Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. mask. I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna talk about a character that I love. Segway. <laughs> it's Thor. Hell yeah. Um, I actually, I think for the first time, uh, my pick of the week, I chose the Mighty Thor. Now, you guys, we've talked about this a little bit. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of heroes that pick up the mantle sure. of other heroes sure. and are like refer to themselves in the same exact way, i.e. Uh, Captain America Sam Wilson. Like I'm not, I don't hate Sam Wilson as a character. Like I love him as the Falcon, not as Captain America. So I had really held off when Jane Foster picked up the mantle, um, th- through unworthy Thor, and because Jason Aaron, who wrote God Butcher, God Bomb, who I just have so much respect for, when he is like wielding the pen uh, behind a Thor comic. I, I went back and I was like, you know what? Let me give this a chance. Uh, let me see what this is all about. Um, and it, the whole run, start to start to current, has been fantastic. Uh, and I wish I'd been picking it up from the very beginning, but here we are. One thing you'll need to know if you if you aren't super familiar with Thor yeah. is uh, a little bit about the Warriors Three. There is uh, a guy Sif and the and the Warriors Three. There there are primarily these three guys. Um, I never remember all of their names. Athos, Pathos, and Orthos. That's Nasty. none of their names. Sith, yeah. That's the three musketeers. Falstad is the fencer. Yeah. Volstag is the guy with like a huge uh, axe. Yeah. He's also relevant because he sits on like the Council of like Eternity or whatever. Um, he basically represents the gods as like a senator in a council of uh, worlds, cool. all the worlds of the, the world tree. Um, so something that's been going on is Dark Elf, Malekith, uh, who you would know if you've seen Thor Dark World. He's the bad guy there. Um, he's been waging war against all of the realms. Uh, primarily he's been starting with the Light Elves, and the Light Elves have kind of been forced into refugee Yeah, totally cut. Yeah, totally cocked. Totally. They have been forced into refugee camps in the Dwarven uh, realm, uh, and, and that's kind of where we open up. We have uh, a couple of senators from the Council of Worlds, including Volstag, including our own from Earth, who has recently replaced S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, because it actually used to be Jane Foster. Um, they're walking around, they're seeing the devastation that the Light Elves have gone through. Volstag is this huge, huge guy. Like, he's always yeah. eating. He's the kind of like, you know, if you've ever seen The Hobbit, he's big on second breakfast. Let me big old second Pitt breakfast. Fight Club. He, he, even, he even shows up and he says, like, I'm not sure. Like, if we have to walk five more seconds, I'm not sure I brought enough food to give them <laughs> this. Um, he gets there, sees kind of the devastation of the Light Elves we're going through, meets up with kind of like a, a group of kids, and they're like, oh, like, excuse me, sir, are you going to eat all that food? Like, that seems like kind of lying. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess, like, I guess I was going to eat all this food. Like, <laughs> like, take it easy. It's not a lot, right? It's a normal man's meal. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, mean uh, like, I guess it's enough to feed you and all of your families and everyone in this camp. Link's again identifying with <laughs> Yeah. Here <laughs> 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 
Uh, they're going through. They're getting the tour of the place by like the like uh, the dwarven greeter. They're supposed to meet with the king, but the king's like in the furnace crafting weapons of war. For all of a sudden, bombs just pop off. People are getting freaking blown up left and right. The light elf camp is getting torn through. Everyone's freaking out. Volstag's kind of separated from the rest of the senators. He's with the kids he met originally while all this shit's just like popping off. He's trying to get them to safety. He's walking through. um, And that's uh, in the dwarven land. Then we kind of key over... And we see Jane Foster traversing the Bifrost and shows up in a, in a little more... Uh, she's in Old Asgard, shows up in kind of a, a foresty region. She yeah, starts talking. What? In her Thor regalia? Like no, it's just Jane Foster. Oh, just Jane, Jane Foster Jane. rolls up, like, cancer, like, no cancer hair. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks very frail. Um, <clears throat> you know, says, I know you're here. Come out. I know you're angry. Let me explain. And who is it? None none other than my boy the Odin son. Yeah. With followed closely by Thori the Hellhound. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I immediately love this comic. They they have an exchange where she's like, "Listen," and I'm not. I don't remember. I mean, I black out quite a bit when I read comics because I'm reading (laughs) them with you guys. But uh, they're kind of having a conversation as though he already knows that she's Thor, and I don't remember when that came out, but. She's effectively apologizing. She's like, you know, I'm so sorry. He's like, you stole my hammer. Like, is this, are you just trying to dig the blade in? Like, you took my hammer and now you're here to gloat in my face. She's like, no, no. Like, I just came to apologize. I didn't know how much, like, I'm afraid. I don't know how long I have left to live. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I want you to know I'm sorry. Like, I'm afraid that uh, you, like, every time I pick up the hammer, I'm never going to let it go. Uh, Thori makes the kind offer to murder her on behalf of Thor, <laughs> and Thor's like, nah, nah, we cool, chill, dog, but like, just keep, keep it on the docket just in case, but like, nah, you chill, chill. Um, shit starts like popping off, the hammer shows up, uh, to Jane Foster, like lands right in front of the two of them, and Thor, like, seeing that is like, holy shit, like, I've never seen it, like, it's never come to me, like, on its own, it's known of, like, fear like it speaks to you like his mind's blown because in previous issues it's literally like manifested and spoken to jane foster she collapses we key back to the war ground where all the bombs are going off we're following volstag at this point this shit is blowing up bombs are popping off the whole place is burning the ground light elves are dying all over the place the dwarf makes the comment that um, our the kind of humanities leader says, "Holy shit! Can we get some water? Can we put this out? Um, we need to quench these fires." And the dwarf says, "These fires can't be quenched. They're from uh, Muspelheim, which is just like the fire realm. Uh, the only thing." And then they encounter Volstag after a bomb had recently gone off, and they said the only thing that can survive it is fire goblin blood, which I believe he is part mm-hmm. fire goblin. Uh, and the reason this is significant is because he had the children in his arms trying to save them from the explosion. Yep. He's running away. Yeah. Well, Volstag, uh, who sorry. is one of the Warriors 3, he was trying to save the kids. He had them. He was running away when a bomb goes off and melts all of the kids in his arms. Oh, but he's but okay. he survives. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see his like, kind of like, you know, everyone's like, holy shit. He's in this like trance because all like scattered around him are the bones of the kids he was trying to save. He's covered in their blood. 
Uh, oh, everyone's like, almost like Holy P- shit. PTSD. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's clearly like, he's, he's got trauma, and and they go through all of it here. They're like, you know, he's not responding to his wife. He's not responding to anyone that tries to talk to him. All he can hear are the screams of the kids and the scream of something else. Uh, and as he says that, he walks up to uh, the ultimate hammer referencing that the ultimate hammer needed someone who knew that war needed to be waged uh, in these times. That makes no sense. Oh, damn, it makes yeah. no sense. And he, yeah. and he picks up the ultimate hammer, and this is why I didn't know it was him to begin with, but he immediately hammer changes him into like a muscular fit form, and he rages with the hammer above him and yeah. lightning crackling down. It's just so fucking cool. It says the final page says, Behold the war Thor. And prepare to bleed. That's so exciting. Like, it's, holy it's great. It's so cool. It's great, right? Because it's like, listen, the times we live in, we don't need storms. We don't need thunder. We need blood. Yeah. 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 Blood and thunder. Which is like every ultimate character is the badass, yeah. like, no holds yeah. bar version that's coming out right now. Yeah. All I'm saying is Volsta, he's got this cool transition. He's kind of got like a Robin Hood look going. He's got like a Short. helmet with like a feather. He's got like a kind of like, yeah. t- like natural clothes. Like Huge big fat guy picks up the picks up the hammer immediately turns into the guy. You I gotta find. I gotta find this hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Wish we could all. Well, I'm find in peak physical condition, so I don't know. He's got spike about. knuckles. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He's, he's got spike. Dope. Well, prepare to bleed. You know, Lactaro Gar, friends. <laughs> um, but friends, indeed. Let us uh, come to. Our next, uh, our next comic in our Holy repertoire, the, the that, winner comic who, in our the, repertoire. The winner, the thing that edged out, in my opinion, Darth Vader for yeah. winner of the week. This is a good comic, though. Uh, yeah. Really, really solid. Hell yeah. Does anyone feel very strongly about bringing us in on this? I oh, feel man. Arya should, uh, as our resident you are DC, the DC expert. You are the resident DC expert. Uh, it ties into our story that we our began. Our soft on. opening. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is... It is Batman, yeah. and this is the beginning of the arc, the war of jokes and riddles. So yeah. as you can imagine, the Riddler and the Joker play very heavily Hell into yeah. the storyline. Yeah, so what's interesting about this is it's actually a retelling of an event that happened in Batman's past. Okay. Um, but it starts out, there's this guy nervous on stage, and you can tell he's talking, but there's sort of a narrative going on. And uh, all of a sudden, you just hear a voice in the shadow say, enough. And this guy's like, no, 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 don't worry, I got more, I got more, I can talk about this. Like, you know, I just got back from a trip uh, from Scotland, and then bang, airplane food in my right ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> this guy gets shot. He's dead on the stage. Somebody else comes on stage. He goes, uh, hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm Chris from Queens. Uh, <laughs> you know, what's with all the shooting? And so he's like, yeah, you know, like you're up next, but like clear the stage. So this guy just dumps a body off the stage. Onto a pile of other bodies. A massive graveyard. Like, yeah. <laughs> holy shit. So you immediately know, at least I did, you immediately have a suspicion, I should say, of who the character in the shadows is. Um, it transitions over to an interrogation room. There's an officer there interrogating a gentleman, a redheaded guy, asking him, you know, like, is this some kind of joke? Like, what's going on? You know, I, I don't see the joke. There's 14 dead in Gotham. I got to figure out where this guy is. And he goes, no, like, I, you know, I know you don't see it as a joke, but I got to tell you, 
that's kind of why it's a joke. Like, yeah. that's the whole point of this. That is the joke. Exactly. And so now, you know, you have your suspicions based on the title of this series. Uh, or, I'm sorry, story arc. You know, who this guy is. So, the detective walks out, plays typical bad cop. He's like, listen, I'm going to head out. We're probably just going to get the Batman to solve this anyway. They said you could, but I guess we'll just have to use the bat. At which point, this person says, you know what? Nah, like, I'll, I'll help you. I want to help. Plus... Like, I'm better than he is. As soon as they get comfortable, <laughs> the redhead, Mr. Nigma, who I think has already been named at this point. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He, immediately he says, yeah. goodbye, Nigma." Edward Nigma jumps across the table, tries to slice this detective's throat, misses, hits like the bottom of his jaw, and then proceeds to stab him for a total of 26 times. Yeah. One for every letter of the alphabet, claiming that he had something he wanted to say. Yeah, he was trying to spell something out. Absolutely sick. This is already in, what is that, one, two, three pages? Three pages? This is the coolest Riddler I've ever seen. Yeah. This is the coolest Absolutely. depiction of Edward Dingman I've ever seen. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. The police are outside of the joke factory. Gordon's manning the helm as usual, tells him, like, all right, as soon as he hears gunshots, he's like, go in, go in, go yeah. in. They run in, the place explodes. Typical Joker, like, trap. Then you see the Joker kind of come up behind the rest of these cops and just start shooting people in the head. He goes, yeah. oh, <laughs> a guy walks into a bullet. Yeah. No, that's not funny. Yeah. So then he's like, he's trying to make this guy this dead body smile and it doesn't stick. And then he moves on. And then there's this woman who's there sort of And he's like, like yeah, you're right. It's not funny. Exactly. And then he goes, he shoots her. A woman walks into a bullet. He's like, no, 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 that's not right either. Yeah. He just walks away. Which is like incredibly creepy. Yeah. And this reminds me of the Joker from Snyder's Run. This reminds me of the Joker from like Death in the Family. Yep. Really just psychotic. This, see, uh, this next part's my favorite. Oh, oh yeah. This, you want to talk incredible. about it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 this one <laughs> yes, scene. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about it. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Uh, you've got the Riddler, who we've already mentioned is like the coolest. Um, in his cell, he's walked out of his unlocked jail cell, and this is kind of on the heels of killing that other guy. Yeah, yeah, he leapt across and killed him. And there's an army of guards like you're, you ain't going anywhere, dude. And he's like, "Drop your hands. You have three seconds, or we drop you." Like three, two, and he just says, "Joanna Elizabeth Sanchez," and there's like silence, and they're like, "What?" And then he just starts listening off like one after another names of people. Yeah. And what you come to find is every name he's saying is like a very loved or cared about family member of one of the guards. A significant Either other. Either a wife child, or a child. child yeah. Significant other, yeah. And what's so cool is like you see Batman's like monologue behind it and he's like, yeah, he made friends with one of the guards. He helped him win at gambling, like betting on sports games. Yep. He made him a lot of money. And all he asked, and the guard was confused because all he asked in return he didn't ask for a way to escape. He didn't ask for like tools to get out. Like a shovel, a, a shovel, knife, yeah. Nothing that would help him escape. All he asked for was like stories about the other guards. Yeah. And what you see is he just walks out untouched. All the guards yeah. part ways, and there's like we yo don't fucking. Fuck and now they actually like, like unlock, Moses, they the unlock the gate. Yeah. Because yeah. he runs through Absolutely. a huge list of names. Yeah. yeah. He's got so many. And they're all they're all saying things like that's my daughter's name. Yeah. Like Lori. Like don't you don't get to say yeah. her name. Like you don't come near my daughter. Like that stuff. Yeah. And then uh, right at the end when he's done listing them, he just goes. Uh-huh. 
Like, he yeah. clears his throat. They all part, unlock the gate for him. Yeah. And he just strolls out. Uh, it was yeah. great. I got chills there. That was great. Uh, I'll, I'll toss it back over. It really highlights what Snyder did for Batman. We've said it before. Tom King does, like, amazing work with, like, everybody else in the Peripheral Batman Peripheral characters. He, yeah. he has made me genuinely interested in characters that you would normally yeah. write off. One of, the, yeah. one of the things I also really love about what he does with both these characters is both the Joker is constantly telling jokes. Yeah. And the, the Riddler yeah. is constantly telling riddles. And right after this scene, he says, when is it bad luck to see a black cat? Like, clearly kind of yeah. identifying sure. as oh, a black cat. Man. And then he goes, when you're a mouse. Yeah. Like, everyone's, so like, scared as yeah. a mouse. And then he just, like, walks out. And it's like, holy he's got shit. His, he, yeah. He's got his iconic green hat yeah. on. Yeah, like, and he's fucking the bowler cap. Yeah. Like, what a fucking, like, cool Absolutely. guy. And you kind of get the sense where Tom was like, you know what? Snyder did everything you could do for Batman as a character. Like, he, he like, nailed that character. Let me, like, build on what he did. He's highlighting and yeah. he's he's emphasizing on the villains, yeah. which is yeah. awesome. Because, yeah. to be fair, one of the biggest, like, complaints about Batman in the past, I'm talking way back before yeah. Snyder and King, was the villains are more interesting than Batman. Sure. Snyder made Batman more interesting. King's making the villains interesting again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good stuff. But, uh... But I digress. Uh, can continue, good sir. <laughs> so we're in the we're in a car, yeah. And you know, there's a joke being told. A man goes to a store. To this a is a store, great joke. Says, hey, I, mean, I I laughed at this. Yeah, joke. me too. I it was great. Like, well, I'd be dead. dead. <laughs> you would put a bullet so in there. The man goes to a toy store and he says he'd like to buy a new boomerang. And also, he'd like to to know how to throw his old one. <laughs> throw his old one away. away. Yeah. This is good. This and is the cab driver has like a second, like you can see, he's clearly thinking about. Yeah. It. He's like, "Oh, that's a lady." He starts laughing. He's like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." And then you see a gunshot and a shattered windshield. He's like, "No, it wasn't." And they move on. So the car crashes. It ends up like hitting pedestrians. Lands on like a fountain. The Joker stumbles out. Now, this is the first time you've seen the Joker, the visage of the Joker in his entire. It's hinted at it, but this is you see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like the actual like lights are on. Yeah. There's this guy just sitting there. He's like, please. He's begging for help. This guy just got hit by a friggin' car. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see a green, like a figure dressed in green, walk up, and this guy's begging for help here too. And then it just pans out to this office building. The Riddler's walking through, and he's just telling, uh, an, uh, I think just one, oh yeah, he's telling one riddle yeah. about you know trying to get into a club, and people are always like, handing out a secret or whatever. And this so is cool. This the is doorman cool. says, you know, 12, and the visitor says 6. Yeah. So he gets let in. It's about this guy who's waiting in line. So he hears the other person say, the doorman says 6, and the other person says 3. So he's like, all right, cool, I got this. You just divide He's half it. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's like, I got this. So he gets to the door, the doorman says 10. The guy's like, I got this. It's five. And the doorman's like, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, get out. <laughs> and then he realizes that it's not the number It's not the number divided by two. It's actually the number of letters yeah. in the word said by yeah. the bouncer. So 12 should have been also. Yeah. Uh, he does a great job highlighting six, six the way three. the Riddler's mind works there. Yeah. Well, and also what he's doing in the moment. Like, he's he's kind of breaking into something right now without yeah. necessarily being invited. Doesn't have to kill to anybody. Yeah. Yeah, about not knowing the code. Totally just walking through. Yeah. It's very, like, all of the riddles he tells are very, like, parallel to yeah. what he's going through yeah. in the moment. Yeah. He ends up top of the building, pet house, top office. You know, you see the bat signal in the background. He goes, hey, knock, knock. 
Joker responds, who's there? Which is great. Splash pages. One splash page after the each, other. Each, yeah. yeah, each character has a two-page splash page, which is For something very awesome. simple, but like yeah. it really drives home like... The wow, Riddler these are, versus yeah. Joker. Yeah, these absolutely. are the guys you care about yeah. in this story. Yeah. So the Riddler starts to dissect basically everything about the Joker, which is just totally typical Riddler, and it's awesome. Mind yeah. you, the Riddler's standing there with a dress shirt like, half unbuttoned. Yeah. Like, this guy's looking like the this is a freaking Rigo Suave. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what the hell Riddler is this? So Riddler's all right in my book. <laughs> yeah, is that you go boss? Says our female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if we had any. So he's like, oh, look, I got it. You were attacking nightclubs. You were attacking comedy shows. You were attacking, like, com- comedic movie yeah. theater. Like, movie yeah. theaters showing comedy movies. Like, I get it. You're trying to find something to laugh about, and I'm trying to solve the ultimate riddle. I'm trying to solve Batman. You're trying to find something funny about, like, to, to laugh about all this. But what about us teaming up? Let's go together. Let's yeah. try and take down Batman together because you won't let me kill him. You won't let me be the one to kill him, and I won't let you yeah. be the one to kill him. Why don't we kill him together? It's actually the only way the out. The only exactly. logical way to solve this is for us to team up. Yeah. So I'll tell riddles, you'll tell jokes, and we'll get the Batman. And we'll finally like solve slash laugh in the end. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the only person laughing, even though he's not laughing, is the Joker. Because he pulls out his gun. Well, he goes, he goes uh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, we do have to team up. That is the only way out of yeah. this. Oh, or maybe this will also work. And he pulls out a gun and shoots yeah. him in the stomach. Pulls out a freaking forty-five for like forty-five caliber magnum, shoots him in the stomach, walks away. He's like, "Yeah, you know what? That wasn't really funny." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man, I really thought that would do it. I really thought I would laugh." Batman busts through this window. He sees the Joker or the Riddler there, laying on the ground bleeding. He, and the Riddler mentions like he took my bomb. He's on his way out. He took my bomb. Batman's like, this guy's gonna die. He got shot point blank by a fucking Magnum. Like, he's dead. Yeah. So he walks out, he tries to get the Riddler. He ends up, the Riddler. He tries to get the Joker. Try, I'm sorry. And he can't find Joker. him. Thank he you, he yeah. gets away. Thank you, thank you. Mojito's got a. Got a <laughs> got a yeah, they got a grip uh, on him. So he's like, you know what? The Riddler got away. He ended up, like, getting up, fighting it, and all that. And, and the Riddler actually says something really interesting. He says, the smartest man alive will always overlook one thing. His nose. So, like, something yeah. obviously in front yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Riddler gets away. The Joker gets away. It Batman starts to talk about how that starts a year of just absolute, like, turmoil, slaughter, like, torture, mayhem. Which I'm excited Gotham. for. Then you see this amazing splash page. Joker on the left. Riddler on the right. Yeah. Mad Hatter. Scarecrow. Uh, Every other bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Everybody down the middle there. And then it pans to Bruce, who you realize this entire time the narrative of Batman has been talking to Catwoman, Selina Kyle, who in the last issue... In bed. To. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, in, yeah. in mid There's no, no sensor bar long enough for that, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he just tells me, he's like, listen, if for you to know me, you have to know what I did during the year, during the war of oh, the jokes yeah. and riddles. Holy yeah. smokes. And, like... Tell me more. I'm Tell me so, more. Yeah, so, God, I so, so jealous you got to meet Tom King because holy shit, that's an honor at this point. You have the second story of Batman. Um, oh, no, you don't. I lied. That's in a different comic. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Star Batman. That's all Star Batman. There's a sneak peek at Aquaman 25, which you probably just picked up. Right? <laughs> yeah, but I digress. What a way to launch an epic, right? That's the number one. That's part one of uh, an eight-part epic, and immediately you've created a story that's driving two already very established characters in such unique directions. 
And I'm so interested. I'm like chomping at the bit to see like where the hell is he going with yeah. this? Like freaking Tom King. Like it just has this has this innate ability to take Batman in a direction like we've never seen before. Yeah. And do an incredible job with it, which I think is a Herculean task that he's shown time and again he's he's up to. Yeah. I mean it doesn't even matter this is our first time with Tom King. He doesn't have to be gentle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a, it's been a year. This yeah. is the anniversary issue, as with a couple other. It's writing like this that earned him the hour and a half, two hour line at a oh, comic book for convention. sure. If Absolutely. They, if they had read this issue when yeah. Awesome Con was out, that, that line would have been like three hours. Yeah. Long. This yeah. is this is amazing. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, thank you once again, Tom King. Now I was just referring to the script, and on it there is no special topic. Um, yeah, so yeah, there is. I can tell you about it. Maybe. Special, uh, special topic is it's not on my list. <laughs> rebirth retrospective anniversary anniversary issue. Do you, am I crazy? Am I looking at the wrong? Take thing? this script off my phone, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Remember how we talked about it before the show? <laughs> oh, I thought that was part of pulling past because the list was so no, long. You son of a bitch. Goddamn idiot. <laughs> Bring us into the special okay, topic. All right. It's so, been a while since we did a not battle. As you may, may not know, we have transitioned to the special topic, which means we're responsible for coming <laughs> up with content. <laughs> um, like we touched on just briefly uh, a little bit, uh, the rebirth, the DC rebirth, has just begun to hit its anniversary. We saw it with Tom King's Batman that came out, issue uh, twenty-five, extra sized anniversary issue. I think there were a couple other DC comics out this week that hit their anniversary. Yeah, effectively every DC comic that came out this For, week. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah and then yeah, anything that comes out next week and will next have week, hit. Yeah, the, this week yeah. and next week. So we're having a kind of rebirth retrospective, uh, as our English major put it. Um, we're gonna run through kind of everything that's that me. so far <laughs> uh, has been reborn in the DC universe. And take a look at what our thoughts were. What were the really good stories? What yep. did we love? What did we maybe follow and just ended up felt like it fizzled out? What really, uh, given a hard look at it, is the stuff that's worth it in the rebirth? Yeah. Um, action comics. I didn't. I never even. I never been a Superman fan yeah. myself, so I would never jump into this. But all right, please. How's For it me, been? A lot of the excitement came from the fact that they're. This is the closest comic to hitting a thousand issues. Yeah, it it's, is. It's this, and then it's followed by Detective. Detective Comics. is is coming uh, up too. They they basically with the New Fifty Two renumbered it, and then came back to the original yep. numbering system with the Rebirth. Uh, it, it's been interesting to say the least, but it, it has definitely had its dull moments. Um, I'd say after about a year, maybe half of them have been have been worth it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it a bi-weekly or a monthly? Uh, I, I it's definitely a bi-weekly. I feel like it's a bi-weekly. Because Detective like is bi-weekly okay. for sure. So, so you figure like half of them, it's, it's coming out pretty frequently. You that's have not, about a year's worth of content. Like that's, that's not bad. That's not yeah. bad to have half of them be a solid issue. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it here and there. Okay. Um, enough to say that I've been playing it consistently. Sure. Yeah. Then we have uh, All-Star Batman. All-Star Batman, I think. Come you on. Know, no answer. Come on. Has been Snyder. Really, really on strong. On Batman. Helmed by Snyder. Uh, one or two issues. I, it was really interesting. It started out like a like a six-shot story like yeah. all together. It made a whole lot of sense. Yeah. 
Um, and then we kind of get these like collected like one story, yeah. two story like here and there. But each one has been really good. Yeah. I think the only complaint I've ever had about it is his like mini stories at the end. Sometimes yeah. I just really don't care about. Yeah, like I've the, loved the main the stories. Yeah. yeah, I've loved the main stories. Yeah. yeah. I correct me, or you might know better than I would. All Star Superman was only seven issues. seven issues, yeah. Which is what I was thinking would same same for this. And then when I was like, oh, it's going beyond that, I was like. Oh, okay. It sounds good to me. What's what's <laughs> what I love about it is All Star Batman is, I would say, to the same caliber. At least the first few issues yeah. definitely were to the same caliber of All Star Superman, which has gone down to think like I think is lauded as like the best Superman sure. story of all time. Well, because the All Star really? runs are supposed yeah. to be oh like the the pure essence that everyone loves of the character, just in like a completely separate. Like, like a six-shot yeah. arc yeah. immune thing, to continuity. Yeah. The thing about All-Star Batman, I'm sorry, All-Star Superman, was that it was the most powerful character, the hardest-to-relate-to character, yeah. faced with his death. Mm. Yeah, and it was yeah. what he did in the time between he was diagnosed to when he died. Sure. That was, like, super... Like, you you basically thought about every... You're like, holy shit, like, I would have done basically all of this. Mm. Um, and then the first few issues of All-Star Batman kind of were the same way, like... He was set with this insane task, like, to get Two Face across the country, right? Like that, yeah. that whole arc, and then you had, then it led to Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy and all that stuff. Um, and it definitely felt like it had the same momentum to it. Yeah, definitely has changed. It's nice to see it going uh, a little bit farther yeah. because I really loved the the team up of Scott Snyder and the artist, like everybody just going along, yeah, really hitting their stride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have Aquaman, another strong Rebirth comic that came out. I, I mean, I remember I make fun of Aquaman all the time, and I remember like, <laughs> oh holy shit, this is actually really good. The first couple issues, then I stopped picking. Did you make fun of like, Aquaman? Is it like, yeah, there, the there have been times where I haven't picked Aquaman as my pick of the week because I just don't yeah. want to hear it. <laughs> no, which I have a lot of jokes, but yeah. yeah. But I got to tell you, it definitely has been worth it a couple times, yeah. uh, and the new storyline is really interesting. Really, nice. really well done. Really, really addressed in a, in a cool, like, kind of political manner. Yeah. Um, then we have Batgirl. Amazing. Well. Cannot recommend picking this up enough. It's been really good, really strong all the way through. You, you got to pick up Batgirl. Uh, Birds of Prey, something that's been reworked. I pulled originally and had terrible, been... terrible. Can't re- can't can't tell you not to pick it up enough. It's awful. Don't <laughs> pick it's it up. Really that bad. I, I hate this one. As much as I love Batgirl, I hate Batgirl's yeah. and Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, then we have Batman, of course. Probably the strongest oh comic story to come out of the Rebirth. And that's with, if you guys yeah. would agree, kind of the first couple sure. issues being it a was little shaky. lighter. It, yeah. yeah, it was shaky. Until we had that Joker Eyes My Fries and issue. Boom. And then Tom King just yeah. freaking took off yeah. from there. Like, yeah. Absolutely. With it. Every issue better than the next. If there's any single story you need to pick up from the rebirth it's tom king's batman it's yeah, been great. definitely um batman beyond i gotta tell you man i really enjoy this comic i love the animated series um it was cool to get back into it i kind of wish i i was following along earlier to see what had happened leading up to it but for me it's been really really fun this this new suit thing has been pretty cool too so yeah uh, that brings us to Blue Beetle. I'd say I was yeah. interested. Is he I was, fighting Black Beetle? <laughs> I was I interested from the start. A long time ago. I've always <laughs> kind of thought that his like story and his power set were cool and unique. Uh, like 
two or three issues in, it just did not hold my attention. It didn't make any effort sure. to hold my attention, yeah. and I ended up dropping it pretty quick. Um, actually, kind of similar with Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg's comic really posed a question early on that I absolutely love in uh, like fiction, uh, especially in situations like this. Right off the bat, in like issue one, posed the question like effectively what does it mean to be human kind of dealing with yeah. like did his dad create it is he actually reborn or did his dad create him from data uh but in my opinion it didn't do enough with that and it just kind of went in kind of whatever direction it wanted and and lost my interest it, uh, yeah it definitely didn't um there were some really interesting parts to it i will say like especially with him like struggling with the humanity versus like his machinist like mentality uh, they even introduced a lady cyborg for a little bit which is like, that sounds okay whatever um, <laughs> but yeah it, it is a little disappointing because he's one of those characters I really do want to get behind and really get excited about but it just kind of fell flat for me yeah uh, it brings us to Deathstroke to be honest the only comic I've read of his in the rebirth was the annual yeah uh, uh, I thought it was cool but really I had nothing's ever kind of moved me to, to pull the comic here's the thing I realized with Deathstroke and I had a really good conversation with Sean about it uh, Deathstroke is a fantastic cursory character he's a great yeah. villain he's a yeah. great like you know addition to a story but he cannot carry a story agreed what Agreed. moved me to pull his annual was his performance as the villain in the Teen Titans show. Yes. Uh, well, to be fair, the Lazarus contract was actually a pretty pretty decent run. Mm. Uh, that was cool to see him kind of out of his height. But other than that, yeah, it was a little bit disappointing. I was excited for Destro. Yeah. Uh, we have Detective Comics. Still Scott Snyder doing his thing. No kind of like weak points there. We've come in and out of like good to really strong uh, stories. Uh, really, I'd say that, that Batman has ended up on our list of weekly winners a little bit more than Detective Comics has. Um, but still, if you're looking for just great Batman stuff, Detective Comics has not slouched off in this timeline. Um, and then we have The Flash. The Flash is one of those that has actually been integral to the force that has driven the entire rebirth. True. Uh, Dr. Manhattan's kind of hand in what has shaped the timeline here, presumably, allegedly, if you will. Um, but The Flash has been something that uh, if you want more of that story, you kind of have to be pulling that. It even had that, that like four-part epic dueling back with uh, Batman. Batman, the button, yeah. Yeah. Um, bring us a green arrow. One, great, great. Another one that's been strong all the way through. Uh, super good comic, like really hasn't slacked off at any point in time. Really strong run for the first part. Also coming up on its anniversary. I think this week actually. I think that was one. Yeah, of the this is one of the anniversary issues. Yep. Um, Green Lanterns. Well, we are divided. I, on yeah, this. well, Sucks. not so much divided as we are. <laughs> just the, it's the majority is against it. I I will say um, it definitely was. Very difficult to get through. I, I put up with a couple story arcs that it I just sucks. absolutely hated. The last couple have been pretty good, um, especially this most recent one with the first lantern. Um, I did enjoy it. I just like it's nice to see what's her name, Jess. 
Jess. Exactly. No Not one knows suck. what her name is because it sucks. <laughs> I don't like that they're paired up, but it, it is. It is. Uh, I don't like anything. About it's it. gotten better, but it certainly definitely was very difficult to stick with. Not pairing anyone up and yet still featuring just about every Green Lantern. Uh, we have Hal Jordan yeah. the Green Lantern. Zero court. complaints. I would yep. say probably the first like eight. That first story arc where he's dealing with Sinestro is one of the greatest like Green Lantern stories ever told, in my opinion. I loved it. Um, it really came out of the gate strong, and from there it's kind of coasted at just an, I wouldn't say equally strong level, but definitely coasted at a very, very good level. Something that I'm happy to see in my poll every time it's there. I gotta say, like the whole union of the Yellow Lanterns and Green Lanterns, very yeah. difficult thing for me to watch as somebody who grew up with the Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, uh, but a very cool thing to watch. Guy Gardner and um, oh god, why am I forgetting his name right now? Uh, Arkillo. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. beat the piss out of each other and then become like, best good. friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I love seeing, and they're they they are the inspiration for this team up. I think yeah. just says so much about the two um, core that it's just I, I really love I really love this comic. Uh, I'd say the next two we have Harley Quinn and Hellblazer. I have never once pulled either nope. one of these comics. Uh, not nothing really about either character gets me going. No. I know that Hellblazer is like a really kind of actually when I saw the trades all next to each other, it's a it's a long held story, um, but nothing's really ever yeah brought me into it or, or piqued my interest. Um, we have Justice League, the main title. Yeah, um, I think the Justice League's comics have actually always been a little bit weak. Uh, unfortunately, it is the Green Lanterns that bring the series down. <laughs> Uh, the stories just revolve around too much insecurity and like, oh, we're not like yeah. really the Green Lanterns you want us to we be. We suck. Yeah. Uh, Don't pull our title. But like you get so very few opportunities to see everybody teamed up together that that's really the only sure. reason I pull it. Yeah. This next one, is Zatanna in it? Justice League of America? No. Uh, but arguably this, this actually, I think this actually had the potential to be better than if the current If Zatanna was in it, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, again, it's. I mean, it had Lobo, it had Killer Frost, it had. The, oh, the sure, people, okay. But, but not I, it just, to, in, to me, it lost a bit of steam. Yeah, it lost uh, a lot of steam for me. Nightwing, <laughs> Nightwing in Bluehaven. Bluehaven. I like me some Bluehaven. I even before he was in Bluehaven, uh, the storyline for Nightwing was actually really, really good. Um, I loved seeing him sort of infiltrate the uh, Court of Owls. Court of yeah. Owls, yeah. It was really cool seeing that. You had Talon, a character that was really, really yeah. interesting pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now that he's in Bloodhaven... Raptor, he, I think. I'm sorry, Raptor. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, now that he's in Bloodhaven, you see he, it's it's more a direct parallel to Batman, but this is his city. Yeah. Um, kind of like Batgirl had Burnside as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's pretty cool. I always enjoy the, just Nightwing stories in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new Superman, not one I've really ever pulled or took too much interest in. I don't know if you have a different take on uh, it. Basically, just given Superman's powers in China, there's a Batman and a Wonder Woman analog as well. The Chinese got a Superman? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's actually, And they're actually governed by like the Chinese government for the most part. Um, yeah. I, it really just wasn't interesting. I found zero like yeah. relatability and interest. In and also, kind of like it doesn't sound like anything new. Just kind of like a... Like a Same shit, different toilet. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Red Hood, something that's been kind of a guilty pleasure for me. It's 
from what I hear, it's been good. Yeah, I it, love it. Yeah. Like strong comic, uh, like cool to see like a gun-toting basically Batman, almost like your your Flashpoint kind of like gritty Batman. He's to me the closest thing DC has to Deadpool. Okay. Well, they have, the Red Hood. they have literally Deathstroke. No, but Deathstroke yeah, is well, different. Deathstroke uh, yeah. is an like absolute assassin. Red Hood is like a witty guy that uh, uses yeah, gotcha. yeah, Like yeah. actually closer to yeah. the actual character of Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. I picked up the first eight specifically because <laughs> of Jim Lee. I only pulled the the Suicide Squad like verse yeah. Justice League. I'm sorry. I didn't even do that, and that sucked. I thought that was actually pretty good. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe. I don't know. That makes one. Uh, I mean, we drink a lot while doing yeah, Normally, I'm the idiot. Supergirl. Uh, I wanted to get excited about it. I was but really you hoping. Yeah, I really couldn't. It was tough. They introduced Cyborg Superman again, but they Duh. also introduced him in the Superman series. Duh. Very tough to get behind. Um, I will say, though, Supergirl being super is actually pretty good. Not on this list. Not on this list. <laughs> uh, Superman. Kind of the, the Batman counterpart to, uh, you know, action comics to Superman, detective comics yeah. to Batman. Um, not a sh- nowhere near as strong as the Batman series. Absolutely uh, not. There is the added uh, Lois Lane and his son, John Kent. Um, it's just tough to follow. I really wish it was more Superman-focused. Or they developed Superboy into what Superboy used to be mm-hmm. uh, in the, like, you know, 90s, 2000s Superboy. I'd rather have that and have him join the T-Titans there. Um, than be sort of this half-assed Superman. Yeah, uh, Superwoman never never pulled here. Pass. About it. Uh, yeah, it started off okay. You had after Superman of New Fifty Two exploded, he basically oh I like imbued, that <laughs> imbued Lana Lang and Lois Lane of the New Fifty Two universe with uh, powers. Lana Lang became the equivalent of Superman Red from the past, so she's electricity mm. based. Or energy base, and then Lois Lane became a more Superman analog. She basically became a female version of Superman. Um, but then Super, she dies. So then you're just left with Lana Lang. You see Steel okay pop up and all that. Kind of lost its steam for me. Um, that's I was excited. I, I was kind of hoping that'd be pretty cool, but you know, it wasn't. Out. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> he says Spider-Man mask <laughs> pulled aggressively over his face. Uh, Teen Titans has been pretty cool, I'd say. Another uh, one that you have to follow if you want to be... Is it, or is it Titans? Which one do you have to follow if you want to be tuned into the overall? Titans has the, the, like a lot of movement on the button. Okay, so yeah. it's got a lot of the watching yeah, yeah. Teen okay. Teen Titans has had kind of a lot that's of Damien's too. That is Damien. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's um, why I like Teen Titans. Yeah. I really follow Teen Titans Agreed. almost exclusively... I was gonna say exclusively for the opportunity for Kid Flash to get murdered. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. But, yeah, sure. yeah, that's we're that's where to I'm murder going. Kid Flash or from <laughs> Either way, though. well, he totally uh, cucks him. He's like you're yeah, useless. He yeah, shoots yeah, sure, all, sure, all the time. That's what I love. I mean, yeah. hey, you know, Damien for president. It's been entertaining though. I like yeah. it. Um, which it kind of, as you said, almost just right there, Andrew. Titans, the next one on the list. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, something that's a little more integral to the button, the overarching kind of structure to the world. Uh, basically, grown up Teen Titans. Uh, you still got your kind of like Justice League crew, like semi at one point were uh, like sidekicks. Now they're kind of coming into their own, still yeah. teamed up. You know what you're getting there. Your, your classic team up stories, like going through their kind of like villain syndicate. 
uh, strong, absolutely uh, still pulling Titans myself. It's been kind of a good read every time. Yeah. Um, Trinity. Trinity's been good. I mean, Batman, Superman, One Woman highlighted. They're the core of the DC universe, effectively. Mm. It hasn't been, like, amazing. So if you're passing on it, you're really not doing yourself any disservice. Um, I, I wish it would develop, char- like, them individually a little bit more. But, yeah. you know, if you love the characters, pull it. If not, it's just another title. Yeah, and the last title on our list of the Rebirth, uh, we have Wonder Woman. This is something that I, I started off pulling. As did I. I, As did I, I. I really... Like, I wanted to get excited about her as, like, a strong, like, goddess character and be cool in that way. And, like, three issues in, I just did not have a good grasp on, like, what was going on, what she was facing, what the heck story they were even trying to tell. Yeah. And I just, I totally disengaged from it. What Wonder Woman the movie did for the DC Cinematic Universe... The Wonder Woman comic book did the complete opposite for the comic. Really, yeah, for the comic. Um, they were completely like throwing. You know, she was confused. Was her life a lie? There was four different storylines going on at one point, which was super confusing to follow. I didn't even want one storyline. I I, I got to tell you, I I was the most adamant about pulling because like yes, this is gonna be good. I got like it has did, to be good. You did say that several times. Yeah. Uh, and it unfortunately wasn't. I, I, well, we, know all what? Maybe in, we all bought into it. I didn't buy into it. That's true. I was, and I think that if anything, Tom King has made me a believer to give somebody a chance to come into their own. Yeah, but sure. they're, they're just never they felt like at their any own. point. Yeah, it, it just never really, it never really got off the ground. There wasn't a single story that I was excited about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that kind of rounds out the, the rebirth. Thanks, Rebirth. Yeah, that's uh that's the first year in review. Yeah. Definitely some really, really strong stories. Excited to see what kind of the, the next year has for us. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a couple more stories reborn yeah. kind of from yeah. an issue one, possibly. Overall successful, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Overall, as someone who wasn't reading any D C stuff, like it's Got a couple a of things handful that are of titles your that, that hold my yeah. attention. Yeah. So uh, overall successful, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, look, look forward, we shall. <laughs> Next week, what is coming out? What is rustling our Jimmy's? I have some Jimmy's a rustling. Oh, we got <laughs> we got Jimmy's rustling in the best possible ways. Uh, Whoever usually goes first here. Well, I made up Arya, so you, uh, you, you picked mine for one very specific reason. <laughs> I guess uh, that's very usual. It's actually a decent pick. I oh, gotta thank say. you. Uh, but the reason you picked it is is not the same reason I picked uh, it. I don't. I didn't have a reason. <laughs> it's it's Detective Comics nine fifty nine. Uh, in the last, uh, I thought issue. it was nine sixty nine. No, it's nine fifty nine. That's the reason. That's I why I, I read from not the script. Uh, uh, at the end of the last issue, you saw Zatanna pop in and help. Oh, oh that yeah. is why I picked it. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. holy smokes! I know yeah. you better than know yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I was so excited. So we'll see where this goes. This is Batman's continuation. I think we know where it's so what, going. He, what he found out during the uh, uh, events of the button. Yeah, I'm pumped. What are you pumped for? Oh, yeah. oh Jesus, yeah. it might be that now. I forgot about Zatanna. <laughs> no, you can take that one. I have a different one I'm excited about. Uh, <laughs> no, to be fair, though, the kind of surprise hit from the X-Men Resurrection for me, and I think for a lot of people, have been Jean Grey. Yeah, uh, oh, that, for sure. That yeah. title has been probably 
one of, if not my favorite, yeah. new X-Men title. And I did not think that going in. Likewise. Uh, issue 3 comes out next week, and I am beyond excited to see what comes next in her kind of collision course with the Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this week was a little hard for me to look forward because there were – usually it's, it's relatively easy to come down to one that I'm just super sure. excited about. Yeah. Uh, there was a longer list of ones that I just was really struggling with this week. I have different reasons for all of them, but I think that I just got to go back and I, I can't pass on uh, my anticipation of Cable, number two. Um, Hoping that it's better than number one. Right. right. <laughs> Being one of my like just all-time favorite characters, I was kind of like, I don't know that I'd say disappointed by the number one, but... I really had high hopes for it that weren't necessarily kind of in that number one, yeah. and they didn't really like meet those hopes. And I'm just really, really hoping that super early on, uh, th- this author kind of picks up the ball and kind of just starts to blow Close your fears and exactly. just really gets it yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So I'm really looking forward to the number two to get a better sense of the direction the comic is headed in. Um, Agreed. And and I really want it to be a, a cool one. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but there's a lot of great stuff that's coming out next week, so I'm just generally excited for uh, the, the day. Uh, but that is it. That's going to that's gonna round it out for us, gentlemen. Wow. wow. What a show. Wow, indeed. We did uh, it, fam. We did it. We got through. And it was touch and go a, a lot of yeah. times. Hey, you know point. what? But like, the Spider-Man mask really carried me through. Yeah, we started off uh, aggressively not sober. And that showed. That I'm showed. still not yeah. sober, so we, we got to aggressively <laughs> yeah. drunk. We gotta, we gotta wrap it up gotta here because it's out. also dinner time. Oh, thank God. God. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm yelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listener, you handsome bastard. It's time for us to go and fill our aggressively obese stomachs with an endless amount of food. At the end of the three count, you're gonna endorse that. Three, two, one. Iron Age Power comes great in responsibility. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs>